Hello, Mighty Men of God, Joe Martin here, man builder, award-winning speaker, author, and Tanya's husband and Kendall and Faith's dad. Welcome to the Real Men Connect podcast, where we help good men become great men God's way. Every Wednesday, we interview some of the nation's most respected and accomplished men of faith to find out what it really takes to become the kind of husband, father, and spiritual leader God called and created us to be. Today is the Real Men Check-In. The Real Men Check-In is just a quick way to help you start your week on the right foot in the right way. Every Monday, I share personal insights, encouragement, and support that will move you beyond church to real change. I keep it short, I make it fun, and then I'm done. So let's get started. Real Men Connect, Episode 62. Real men don't just love God. They love like God loves. I think I need to say that one again. Real men don't just love God. They love like God loves. I'm part of a small men's discipleship group who meets weekly with the intentions of maturing in Christ and teaching our family and other men how to do the same. Last week, one of my brothers in Christ shared with us that it's hard to see how God can love us if we repeat the same sin over and over again and expect him to just forget about it every time we ask for forgiveness. He asked, one, how can that not get on God's nerves? And two, how can he just forget like it never happened? Now, other than the fact that God says in his word in Lamentations um, chapter 3, verse 22, that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies are new every morning. And in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12, where he says, For I will be merciful toward their iniquities, and I will remember their sins no more. But I share with my brother a more practical way of understanding how God loves us and how he deals with our repeated sin. I used the example of my teenage daughter, who ironically is named Faith. We recently moved into a new house last year where our half bathroom, which is our guest bathroom, sits right off the kitchen. And it's also a major congregating point in our home. Now you have to follow me as I try to paint this picture for you. Because the kitchen is the most popular place in our home. It's where most of our guests sit, eat, talk, and play. When there are no guests, guess what? No one uses the guest bathroom. Because we each have our own bathroom. My wife and I share one, my son has his, and my daughter Faith has hers. It's in her bedroom, for goodness sake. However, there's one small problem. Faith consistently chooses to use the guest bathroom. Now, why? Because she's probably too lazy to go upstairs and use her own, but that's not the problem. See, the problem is, whenever she does, she leaves the bathroom door open. Now, I've asked Faith to try not to use that bathroom at all because it's for our guests, and we have a lot of guests. But I told her, even if she does use the guest bathroom, just do me one small favor. Just do one thing for her daddy. And guess what it is? You got it. Close the bathroom door when she finishes. Now, this month marks a year that we've moved in. Can you guess how many times I've asked my daughter to close that bathroom door? Well, neither can I because I've lost count. Yeah, it's been that many times. But can you guess how many times my daughter has left the bathroom door open even after I've reminded her? Give up? Well, how many days are there in a year? (laughs) That's right. I don't believe there's been one day, other than when she's physically gone away for the weekend or something, that she's not forgotten to close the bathroom door. You know how I know? Because I'm the one who closes the door. Now, can you hear a little frustration in my voice? Now, you're probably saying, Joe, what does any of this have to do with the brother's question about God's mercy and forgiveness? Well, I'm glad you asked because it has to do with my response to faith's constant disobedience and forgetfulness. Now, let me see if I can break it down for you. One, do you think I get mad or upset or exasperated every time I find a bathroom door open? Of course I do. I'm human. God's still working on my patience. 
Two, do you think I let her know about it? Yes, now, not all the time because sometimes I'm just too tired to say something. But if she's in my line of sight when I close the door, you better believe I do. Three, do you think my daughter leaves the door open intentionally because she knows I don't like it and she just gets on my last nerves and pushes my buttons? Well, of course not. Now, she's a lot of things, but she ain't evil. Four, do you think she feels bad whenever I remind her about the bathroom door being open? Now, I'm pretty sure she does, or at least she's probably tired of me telling her. But I'm sure she gets mad at herself for constantly forgetting. But here's where the rubber meets the road. Now, follow me. Because of her repeated behavior, do you think my daughter thinks I don't love her anymore? Do you think Faith thinks I love her any less? Do you think she thinks I will hold her offense against her for the rest of her life? Do you think because of her actions, Faith thinks that she can no longer approach me and come and ask me for anything? Do you think I will refuse to forgive her every time she asks me to? Now, the answer to all these questions is obviously no. Why? Don't you see it? For three reasons. One, she's my child and I love her and she knows it. Two, even though she gets on my last nerve sometimes, there's nothing she can do to ever sever my relationship with her. Whether it be forgetting to close the bathroom door or accidentally or even deliberately getting pregnant. Because she's my child and I love her and she knows it. And three, do I discipline her bad behavior? Of course I do. Sometimes the punishment is harsh and at other times I extend her grace by just closing the door and not saying anything about it at all. But when I do discipline her, I do it because she's my child and I love her and Faith knows it. The point is this, I love my daughter, not because she's perfect, not because she's sometimes disobedient, but rather because when I see her, I see her through the lens of love, not my feelings, not my thoughts and not my expectations. See, my love for my daughter overshadows her mistakes, her flaws and disobedience. And I found it easier to see her through those lens, that lens of love, whenever she calls me daddy. See, her calling my name not only reminds me of who I am to her, but who God is to me. Faith is my daughter and I love her and nothing will ever sever my relationship with her. Neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation. That's what God said in his word in Romans chapter 8, verse 38 and 39. My point is this. If I, being a deeply flawed father, can love my imperfect, forgetful, boundary-testing daughter like that, how much more does my perfect father in heaven love me? How much more does he love us, love you? I think you get the point. If you've declared Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, don't you ever be ashamed to confess your sins before him, even if you're a repeat offender. Because every time you run to the Father, He doesn't see you as you are, but from the perspective of who He is and through the blood-colored glasses of Jesus Christ our Savior. And if you continue to draw closer to God and grow in Christ, you probably won't stop sinning, but you'll definitely repeat the same sins a lot less. But you'll never fully experience His love until you start loving others the way He does. Because remember what I said? Real men don't just love God, they love like God loves. So that's the Real Men Check-In for this week, and I hope that it blessed you. Now, if you found it helpful, please share this episode with others, especially if you're mentoring or discipling other young men who may be struggling understanding God's forgiveness and His unconditional love. And to make sure you don't miss an episode, please visit our website at realmenconnect.com and join our growing community of men. We also have a couple of free gifts waiting just for you. And guys, Please do us a huge favor. First of all, I got to thank you for subscribing and downloading our podcast and for sharing it with other people. 
but please do us a huge favor. Take about 30 seconds and go over to iTunes and rate the program. It's the best way to help us move up in the rankings and grow the podcast so we can get this program in the hands, ears, and hearts of men just like you. Thank you guys so much for listening because without you, there would be no Real Men Connect. So until next time, I'm Joe Martin with RealMenConnect.com reminding you that we are males by birth, but we are men by choice. So each and every day, choose to be the man God called and created you to be because a male is a terrible thing to waste. So until next time, stay strong, stay blessed, and as always, stay in God's grip. Thank you for listening to the Real Men Connect podcast with Dr. Joe Martin. Real Men Connect isn't just a podcast. It's a mission, ministry, and movement to help good men become the great men God called and created us to be. And the best is yet to come. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review in iTunes. It really helps us to build the podcast and to reach, teach, and impact more men, all for the glory of God. And make sure you check out realmenconnect.com to get our free tools and resources to help you go from good man to great man God's way. Again, that's realmenconnect.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.